Good evening, I'm Rick Dancer, and welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. I am super excited to be here tonight because um, I'm going to introduce you to somebody I met with, I think it was 12 years ago. Um, she was uh, 16, 17, just turned 17, eight months prior, which had a horrible accident, and we'll talk a little bit about that. But the other day I saw her online and she was writing some things on on facebook that i thought were profound and interesting and i thought you know what i want to check on her and see what is she what she's doing and so we're going to have Callie bodifer on here tonight and what we what i did is i went back and i found some old interview um, that i did with her and i cut up some pieces and so i'm going to play those for her from the past and find out how they jive for today and what she was talking about. So I've never done this before. I think it's going to be really interesting. And she's a really a remarkable young woman. Our sponsors tonight are Buck Sanitary Service. Um, if you're doing a wedding or having some kind of a big event, uh, they have showers, portable showers, portable toilets, um, all that kind of stuff. Also, New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness Center. Just talked to Matt earlier today and uh, he's doing great, but he had, is also uh, really putting in a, a lot of hyperbaric chambers, renting them out and putting them in people's homes. So that's kind of a cool thing too. And our other sponsor, of course, is always Chris Dental Family Dentistry, where everyone is welcome. Um, even despite your vaccination status, he doesn't care. He just wants to make sure you're getting your dental work done. And now is the time to get in there and get that done because September and October fill up really fast. So the next couple of weeks, get that appointment in there and we can get going. So let's get to this. We're gonna run a couple of commercials here and then we'll get to Cali. Dancer here. Before the fall rush sets in, now is the time to get in to see the dentist. Oregon's best dentist, and still my dentist, is Dr. Michael Bratlin at Chris Dental in Eugene. Dr. Bratlin and his staff are second to none. You have a tooth you need crowned? Give them a call and they'll get you in ASAP. Remember, at Chris Dental, everyone is welcome, vaccinated or not. And again, we have coming up here, I'm going to bring Katie on or Callie around here right now. Hi, Callie. How you doing? Can you hear me? Callie, can you hear me? Oh, you know what? Go back in and sign in again. Oh, your mic's off. Try your mic again. Your mic. There, talk to me. Okay. Hi. You're fine. I got you. Good, good. <laughs> nice to have you here. So, you guys, this is Callie Bodifer. And tell people how we met and what was going on, okay? Kind of describe the accident, that kind of thing. Um, you had reached out to me because you done had done a piece on Glenn about his road to recovery, about losing Brandon. And then you reached out to me. See how my road to recovery was. And so Glenn, Glenn Leslie, um, a very prominent person in Cresswell, um, his son Brandon um, was killed in a car accident, a truck accident, um, back 
back, um, well, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, probably. 13. Yep, and 2009. So Callie and Brandon were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time. And I know this story. It's not like I, I memorized it, but I listened to your whole interview. So you had gotten in trouble or at school they told you you weren't going to be able to graduate and it just threw you off. And so you skipped school. Brandon took you in the truck. You guys took off. He reached down to get something, swerved, crashed. He, he is instantly killed and you're left. Um, and it's been, it's been really hard, hasn't it? Yeah. It, um, so I went to military school for four years because I wanted to join the Coast Guard. And um, that had always been a dream of mine since I was 12. And when I transferred from military school to Cresswell, my credits were, I had like 10 science credits, but zero math credits. I had more than enough credits to graduate, but they said they were in the wrong area. And the, the principal, he did not like me. So I, I reached out to Brandon and, um, he came and picked me up and I, I skipped school that day and um you know we were just out having fun and then a, just a, a crazy accident just one in a million and it being 16 years old and in a deadly car accident you know how, how are you supposed to handle that how, how are you supposed to continue life and and then on top of it i had a subdermal hematoma i damage the part of my brain where you process emotions and, and where you process on, on just doing everyday normal task. And, and mine was just completely gone. So let me play you something from the interview um, back when you were a little, a little girl. And we'll, we'll, I'll ask you a question after that. Choice not to go to school. I feel like it's my fault. Brandon died. I feel like this whole thing was my fault, and other kids don't understand that. I mean, at first they were so worried, and then, like, just like, okay, well, that was so long ago. It's like it may be eight months for you, but it's like eight seconds for me. So how do you explain to people how you're doing then? How would you rate how you're doing? Well. Rating on how I'm doing from one to the worst, ten to the best, probably four. But most of the time I just lie and say, yeah, I'm fine. Because I don't want to get into the whole story. Because it's like, it doesn't matter how many times I explain it, they're not going to understand what I went through. Okay, so how much of that, how, how's that to watch that? I, I remember being in that spot. I remember feeling those exact feelings for years after that interview. So people just want you to get over it. Mm -hmm. And it's not that you can't just get over it. Nope. You can't. You, you watch somebody die next to you. Mm -hmm. So do you still just tell people you're fine even when you're not? Nope. Not anymore. <laughs> it's, How did that change? What, what do you do? What, what changed? What changed? I stopped caring. I I stopped. I, I'm sorry if I offend you. I'm not doing good. You know, I had a nightmare last night, or you know, it 
like May 13th, that that's the day we had, the day we crashed. That's always a hard day for me. I mean, even now, 13 years later, I, and now I just, I don't, I don't care if, you know, I'm having a hard day. I need some space. I need you to go. You, you need to listen. And my three daughters, oh man, they'll, they'll tell people the same thing. They're like, Hey, Hey, no, mom's having a bad day. You need to go. And it's, I, I, I just stopped trying to make people comfortable. Like it, I don't know. It's life's too short, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, actually, I have a super funny story really quick. So about okay. four four years ago, um, I had finally given up. I wanted to find the paramedic that pulled me from the truck. And I spent eight years trying to find that man, and I could not find him. My grandma fell and broke her hip, and my mom was there, and the paramedics came, and she told the paramedics about my car accident. And... The guy who pulled me from the truck was the same guy who was helping my grandma. No way. Yep. Yep. So I so, finally got to meet him. So what did you say? Um, I acted like a little teenage stalker. <laughs> and uh, I found him and I got his phone number and we sat down and we had coffee together. And I owe every ounce of peace that I have right now because of him. And he was honest and he told me what happened. And, and he told me that there was, even though everybody else told me that there's no chance of saving Brandon, just hearing it from him made the world of difference. And it, it was just, it was, it was, it was great to finally hear his side of the story. Because I thought I had memories, but I didn't know if they were fake or true. And they ended up being real. Because you were crushed up against, I mean, you had the truck. You were there was no space for it. It's not like you could rush, get over, and help him, even if you could have. No, no, I was in the only air pocket in the truck, the only space that anybody could fit. That's exactly where I was. I was cradled. But he did say that I was trying to get to Brandon. That I was pushing them away, and I was trying to rescue Brandon. So the truth set you free. It did. It did. And I, I think it was just hearing that I was <laughs> I was trying to save Brandon. It it made a world of difference to me. Okay, let me play another clip here. What's the hardest part? Waking up every morning and knowing I'm still alive. I'm still able to walk. I'm still functioning fine because I told my mom I wasn't going to make it through the night. And then they said, well, she's going to be a vegetable and never going to wake out or wake up from this coma. And then it was, oh, she's never going to be able to walk again. She's never going to have full movement of her hand or she's going to be mentally challenged. You know, she won't be able to be herself. And it's like, I'm fine. So I came out of this with scars, but that's it. So what do you learn? What did you, over all that time, what do you, what have you learned about you? Um, I learned I'm not as strong as I thought. I learned that I took things for granted before. I learned that I had everything in my hands. I had a scholarship. I had just everything. If all I did was need to get my grades up, all I did was need to just go to school and not skip. 
and I took that for granted. And I has that changed for you? Um, yeah, there's some days I just don't want to go to school. I don't want to have to deal with the kids, the teachers. I just, I just don't want to deal with it because I don't understand. So that accident robbed you of what? My childhood. It robbed me of my softball career. It robbed me of my life. It robbed me of my memories. It robbed me of everything. But I'm thankful for it because changed me for good. It was a hard, hard lesson to learn, but it changed me for good. All right. Did it change you for good? I think so. How? I, uh, I think I appreciate a lot more than a normal person does. Um, there was still a chance I could could have lost my ankle for up to 10 years after the car accident and I'm at 13 now. So I, I get to keep it officially, but yeah, I'm, I'm thankful that I can walk and I'm thankful that I don't need assistance living. I'm still thankful that I'm alive. And I, I feel like people just, they get so caught up in the small petty things. And it's like, that's for now. Like, yeah, you're having a bad day now, but what about tomorrow? What about next week? What, what about next month? Like, it's not a permanent bad day. It's, it's a bad day. And I, I, I teach my kids that all the time. Like, you have no idea what could happen. You have no idea what's around that corner. All right. I want you to hold that thought. I've got one more commercial to play, and then I got some other other clips for you. So hold on, just a second. Hello, everyone. Matt McCarl with New Leaf Hypergs and Wellness. We're going to chat a little bit today about hypergs and chronic pain, also known as inflammation for some folks that causes that chronic pain. We've talked before about how an hour in this chamber is like taking 40 Motrin or 12,000 milligrams of ibuprofen. Well, that's great. So if you come in and do that once, you're going to get a little bit of relief. But this is also a moment of an accumulative therapy. Similar to eating food or drinking water, you can't just eat one meal and be full for the rest of your life. You can't do one hyperbaric and be pain-free for the rest of your life. However, taking an amazing one-hour nap in here and getting that anti-inflammatory effect is much better than sticking ibuprofen or NSAIDs in your face every day, multiple times a day, ruining your liver and kidneys. This not only helps you with that inflammation, but it detoxes you at a cellular level every time you're in there which will help keep your liver and kidneys healthier your whole life. If you need more information, feel free to give us a call, 541-636-3278. Look us up online at newleafeugene.com, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. We also have web pages on there. Kelly, have you ever done that before, hyperbarics? No, but I was thinking about calling them. <laughs> hey, you know what? Matt, Matt will give you one free treatment. Um, I just talked to him today, and he'll let you have one free treatment to try it out to see what you think, okay? Awesome. Thank you. It's just like that. I um, I will notify him that I did that, but he's totally he's totally fine. We were talking about it today, and he's um, totally fine with it. All right, you guys, so this is Callie Botifer. Um, she was in a tragic accident uh, when she was seven, 16 years old. Uh, Brandon Leslie, the young man driving her, her boyfriend at the time, was killed. Um and I recently reached out to her, saw some stuff on Facebook and thought, oh, my gosh, she's like such a cool young woman. And um, life isn't perfect, but we're, I'm playing some old videos 
uh, some uh, interview that I did, and then she's kind of responding to that. So let me give you another clip here. Hang on. Accident. I was a really strong Christian, but then I started losing my my faith in God, and I was just like, whatever, you know. I just lost three friends within a month of each other, and I was just really angry, and I just I was angry at the world, and then I got in that car accident, and there's a chance I wouldn't live, and then Brandon died, and. My mom made a call to one of the people at the churches and prayers just flew like wildfire. And I survived, I mean, obviously for a reason. I hope I can fulfill that reason. But I don't know, maybe I'm supposed to share my story with people and maybe save one person from driving too fast or from skipping school or something. Maybe if I can just touch one person with this story. I'll be good with it. So what is your purpose? What is your, what is your why? What is your reason? I still have no idea. I have no idea, but I, I know that I would rather go through that car accident than anybody else. I, I know that I'm thankful I was in that car accident and not somebody else because I, I don't know if some, most of the kids in my class could have mentally survived that. Cause you're pretty tough. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I think, <laughs> it, well, you, you have a tough exterior, but mm -hmm. I think you're a very soft, tender person inside. And those probably, it's probably not always a good thing. Mm-mm. No. You know what I kind of think, Callie? I kind of think it feels to me like you still you, you still have to be a little bit guarded because um, what? How, how do you open that door? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I am a very overprotective mother. And um, like even with just my kids swimming in the pool, I still have that... Um, PTSD, if you will, of what if I look away for a second, you know, what if my youngest daughter's not having her life vest on, like, there's that anything can happen kind of a thing. So I'm always guarded. I am always protective. Like, so that's something that I, I struggle with, I guess, if you will. Um, it's kind yeah, of like you know, this is a really weird like analogy too, but how I would relate to that too is like when I was a news guy, my poor boys, because I do a story on a kid getting killed on his bike. So it's like, okay, no more bikes. And then a kid knocked yeah. off, no horses. You know, I mean, you start weeding things out and I wasn't, I mean, we didn't really do it, but it, but it's like, you really, when you see the ugliness and the pain of life like that, um, you just want to do everything you can to protect those three little girls that you have. Oh, ex absolutely. I, um, when I was younger, um, six, seven, eight, um, I was sexually assaulted and then my, my dad left and, and, and then he came back in my, oh, I forgot to tell you that, uh, my dad came back into my life as I was dying in the hospital and he was in my life for 10 years, you know, and he was popping and my grandkids and then also he just moves, he just leaves. So it's like all these things that just add up.
no, <laughs> like those are my babies. Nothing's going to happen to them. They're not going to experience anything I had to experience. My oldest daughter, she's almost 12 and I just stuck, oh my gosh, she's going to be 16. She's going to start driving. That's going to just drive me insane. So what do you, so I, how do you, how do you, what do you do for yourself to make sure that you're not overbearing? You know what I mean? And driving them away. What do you, what do you do for, about that? You know, I'm still trying to figure that out. I, that's, I, I really still am trying to figure that out. Um, a lot of the times I just kind of hover over them <laughs> so they can still do what they want to do, but I'm right there. Um, other times I, I say, no, I, I, no, you're not going to go float the river with your friend. I, I don't trust them. Or, um, you know, like I said, I'm back in therapy trying to learn how to be a healthier, not helicopter mom, but I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out one day at a time. Well, let me play another clip for you. Hold on. So what do you say to God? At first, when I was in the hospital, I just thanked God every day I was alive. Because if I didn't make it, my mom would have, my mom would have, she just would have died. And then I was like, okay, God, you know, I'm alive. What am I supposed to do with it now? And I was still going to doctors and therapy every day at this point. And then... Now I'm just, I was angry with God for like a couple days, but now I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm alive. Tell me what to do. So where you are with that? Where are you at with that? <clears throat> do you know, Kayla? Kelly? Do, do, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, where are you at with God now, right now? Um, I'm still very strong in my faith. I don't know what to do. Um, right now, the only thing I can do is try to become healthier for my kids and, and make sure that they have a better life than I did. That, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, but so let's let's talk about the good, though. You just you're in a house now and you have a, a guy in your life. Um, so tell me a little bit. You don't have to get over personal or anything. I don't want to make him you know, feel weird. But you know, tell me and you tell me what you were telling about where you're living on the top of it. You know, don't tell people exactly where it is. But you know, you're, <laughs> you're, you're like in, you know, the you're, you're like in the next best thing to Montana. Yeah, I am. I um, I live up on a mountain that's surrounded by logging companies, and I have wildlife. Like, I, I joke with my boyfriend that if I can put a collar on a deer, he's not allowed to shoot it. So, <laughs> um, but no, it's it's fantastic. It's I would absolutely go through everything all over again, a hundred times over, just to get where I'm at now. I'm so happy and so thankful and so blessed. And my kids get to have an upbringing, upbringing more 
than any other kid would ever want. I mean, it's fantastic. It's great. And I've been with Matt for four years and, you know, we have our normal couple up and down thing, but I mean, it's, it's fantastic. I'm so happy where I'm at. We play one more clip for you. What do you want to do with your life? What do you, what's your plan? Or do you even have a plan? I have a plan. Um, I want to go to school and become a paramedic or a nurse, but I think it'd also be worth it knowing I can save a life. Because if I save a life, then maybe Brandon will be proud of me. Because I feel like I'm not just living for me now, I'm living for Brandon and me. So. So you're not a paramedic, but you no, are a paramedic to your children. <laughs> you're a, you're something yeah. much more. You're a mother. What's super funny about that is um, about a year after that you made that video, there was people crashing four times a year on my property. Like, and again, super funny. The paramedic Joe who pulled me out of the truck came to just about every single one of those car accidents he was right there in front of me the whole time but for i'm i'm not even being dramatic when i say four times a year there's one time we had eight crashes in one year so i gotta do my little paramedic thing and it was not for me i mean i wasn't grossed out by the blood i wasn't you know grossed out about a drunk person literally taking out one of my trees like it was none of that stuff it just I had had enough car accidents. I was in the one crash. I didn't want to be around them anymore. I was, I was done. So, so you, you know, when I, when I was a little kid, I wanted to be a vet. And, um, and then when we had our house in, in Springfield, we had pigs and goats and all that stuff. And I gave them all their own shots. I did all that stuff. So you do, I mean, I think God does give you things that you want, but, but he gave you something better because you never probably at 16 or 17 are thinking I'm going to be a mom. And you have three beautiful daughters, ages, what, 12? Mm -hmm. Nine what the and five. And, and so you're getting huh? to... Um, what, what do you want to, what, what would you tell them? What, have you talked to them about that accident and how it's affected your life? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, we still go to Brandon's grave site two, three times really? a year. They know all about Brandon. They, um, they actually call him Uncle Brandon. We, we bring flowers and solar lights and wind chimes. I still go all the time. I, I take care of his grave all the time. So people are coming on here and saying um, stuff like this. Such a strong young woman. <laughs> are you strong? I think that was the only choice I had was to be strong or, or crumble. And I chose to be strong. So. So what do you, um, what do you leave my audience with? Um, advice on when people go through trauma, because it doesn't have to be a traffic accident. There's a lot of trauma as, as you know, you well know, um, relationships and that kind of stuff. How do you, how do you become rather than a survivor? Cause Callie, the thing I think I read on your Facebook page that I was so impressed with is you're not a survivor, you're a thriver. And yep. there's a huge difference. Um, mm -hmm. what do you, talk to me a little bit about that. 
Um, well, I personally don't like the term survivor. I think that empowers the, the trauma and I'm not going to empower that trauma in any way, shape or form. It happened. It sucked. I accept that it happened, but I'm done with it. And I don't allow myself any other option except to get over it, to move past it, to continue life. That happened. That sucks, but it's back there and it's going to stay back there. And, and I'm going this way that, and, and that's just, that's the option I have. That, that's the only option I give myself is yeah. I mean, it's the car accident. It's, it still bothers me a lot. You know, it's, um, it's not something I'm ever going to get over. I mean, you can contact me 20 years from now. It's still going to suck, but, uh, I enjoy the time I have now. I, I enjoy my kids and, and my dogs. Um, it's funny you mentioned the whole vet thing. I have uh, seven dogs, so. <laughs> but I live on 18 acres, so it's okay. <laughs> um, they're 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 my everything, and um, I just I I choose to to move on. I'm I, I like to say my worth, my value of life is far greater than anything this world can throw at me. And that's all it is. Callie Vodafer, thank you so much for uh, agreeing. First, for letting me kind of sneak around on your page and and, <laughs> and watch what you're writing and see stuff, but also for coming on and being brave and, and just blessing my audience with some really cool uh, words of wisdom. And for a 30-year-old woman, and, um, and it was fun to see your kids and to know that you're doing well. And I, I look forward to hearing from you sometime after you've gone through that little therapy. And it'd be interesting to find out what you learned. Because um, I think all of us, um, I, I, I strongly, highly recommend it to everybody. In fact, I think if people don't do it, they're crazy. I do too. <laughs> you, I do too. I mean, yeah, no, you go in and, and, and get this stuff out of the way so you can move on and do your thing. So thanks again. Well, for Just really quick. I was talking to my therapist. And for like two sessions, and she goes, oh, you have four different types of PTSD. I was like, oh, do I? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> <I'll take that. laughs> so, as long as you don't have the multiple personality thing, that would no. be really hard to deal with. You know what I mean? Hey, Rick, shut yeah. up. Be nice. Don't talk to me. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, All I'm right. not there yet. <laughs> All right. Honey, thank you again for joining us. I appreciate yeah. it. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye. You're See you. Bye-bye. That was fun. Oh man, what a wonderful young woman um, to think and to go back. I was so happy to have all those old comments from before. So um, yeah, when you think life is going to get you down, you know, you got to look at people like that and say, no, nah, there's a, you, you got to go deep to find that inner strength to do something different. So I've uh, got to thank our sponsors, Matt McCarl at New Leaf Hyperbarics Wellness Center, uh, Chris Dental Family Dentistry, where everyone is welcome. And also Buck Sanitary Service, because when you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> and it's nice to have a Bucks around when you do have to go. Um, tomorrow night, Kim Stark will be here um, with something. She said she's going to surprise me. Bill London will be doing his week of news. He's got a long newscast tomorrow night. And then uh, Bait and Tackle Rob will be here from Charleston, Oregon, to talk with us about what's going on on the coast. Share this on your page. Let other people see what's going on, some of the good news that's happening in the world. Um, 
You should do a show on Brandon's parents. You know, Heather, I will look them up. I know Glenn and, and I will, um, that is a great idea. Um, Glenn Leslie, I will think they're fabulous people and it'd be really fun to talk to them about what's going on now. Um, and that's it for now. Uh, share this on your page, please, because Facebook tries to, tries to throttle me back. So by you guys taking it and just sharing it, it pushes it out there. All right, we'll see you later.